Do the bomb one. Bum 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's up, y'all, man? Uh, let's get ready to have a have a wonderful, wonderful evening yeah. with your two favorite hosts. Yep. In a motherfucking world. In the building. A lot of hashtags going on these days. Yep. A lot of activities going on. A lot of yeah. lot of lot of greatness going on around here these days. You know. Yeah. A lot of people doing a lot of good things over here, man. Hell yeah. Y'all is an author right now, bro. Y'all better be, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Put put some respect on my name. Put some respect. (laughs) Y'all listen to an author out there. Y'all better, goddamn it, show some gratitude. Gratitude. Very interesting, though. When I I remember when I uh, first went on uh, you and B's show, and you was yeah. asking me if I was going to, you know, uh, do anything else around writing at all. And I'm like, eh, I don't know, man. Maybe in the future, you know. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, this is a small scale start, but um, yeah, there there is going to be a, a lot more coming. Man, it's big scale, man. You wrote a children's book. You feel me? Embracing <laughs> yourself. <laughs> Hey man, I appreciate it, brother. You know, just try no, to try to do something to stand out, man. And uh, you know, I saw a void in the in in, in the, the the children's book world, and I tried to fill it, man. That's it. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. You did the damn thing though, you feel me? Appreciate yeah, you, man. Man, everyone's for that, bro. God damn. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yeah, it a damn thing. Hey, hey but you got you got you got something for me today, man. You got a got a tune, a jingle. So I do got a tune and a jingle. <laughs> got a slap of the week for y'all, man. Okay, okay. Man, I've been slapping this album since I heard it, bro. Um, Jay Worthy, Larry June, and okay. London Drugs off their album T- Two Peas in the Pod. You don't know what peas mean? Look it up, motherfucker. Ask my <laughs> You feel me? You got know your Googles, bro. Know your Googles. Yeah. Know your Googles. <laughs> hey, we got to slap Late Nights featuring Jim Jones. Okay. Smoothness on the beat. It's that snap music, bro. Yes, sir. Uh, That's baby. my vibe right here. Yeah. I cannot hear Larry June without just thinking he's a knock, uh, a knockoff Dom, though, man. Yeah. <laughs> the same flow, the same sound, everything is like copy and paste. <laughs> Should be smooth as hell, though. Yes, sir. Oh! I'm gonna sing that to the lady, Frank. <laughs> You've been so good to me. You say you gonna sing that to me? To a lady. You feel me? Oh, come on, man. I, I oh, my mind. Uh. Uh, 
Tank track, A cash roll, everything around me, homie, that's true. Learn my game in the West Side Park Road. Keep your head straight, these streets are misguided. You keep a nine nowadays when I ride through. Cause even marks are stripes, they arrive too. And Eminem's off the shore, he's so cool. 104 Snowy Fox, that's mobile. Your big shows if we play by the old rules. Vegas night, cheap flights, I'm a cold dude. What is this beat from? I don't know. It's smooth as hell, though. It got to be one of them old R&B singers. Now, a, like the 60s or something. It reminds me of like Song Cry by Jay-Z. Yeah, I, I think so. I can hear that. I can hear that. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, hey. Suck it to me. Yeah, Jim Jones in the building. We got that smooth shit for y'all tonight. Love it. See, I got the cut. They don't see the I'm yes, looking for pimp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chosh, you feel me? <laughs> I grace the ladies for my presence and my immaculate talking. You feel me, thanks? I feel you, big dog. Mean me. I'll tell you, I'm going to sing to a woman now. You feel me? Yeah, get hype out there. Y'all go get y'all snacks, y'all drinks, y'all smoke. Sam, yeah, y'all get y'all into the show. We about to have a groovy episode this episode. Yeah, yeah. You look so good to me. Hey, <laughs> Frank is author of Children's Book. <laughs> y'all better recognize him. So that was uh that was Larry June and who featuring Jim Jones? It was Jay Worthy, Larry June, and uh I think these are producers, London Drugs. Um that was late nights featuring Jim Jones. Smooth player shit. Yeah, no, that's 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 just smooth. Album two that I'm gonna slap also because it's this album really good and I'm it's yeah. groovy. I mean, groovy, baby, sock it to me, baby. Yeah, you've been putting me on the last couple of weeks, man. Like I said, uh, since I've been like down and out uh, with the injury and shit, like I haven't really been listening to tunes that much because you know the only time I really had to listen to music is when I was going to the gym and when yeah. I was getting my workout on. That's when I would, would slot music. But you know, now that I think I'm, you know, start going back at least being able to lift weights. Um, yep. you, you don't put me on to some, some music to be able to, uh, to get through these, these workouts, man. You know, the first couple of weeks is the hardest time. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, man. I got so, you, bro. I got yes, you. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, hey, sir. Let's, uh, let's drop our shit though. Yes, people. sir. That's also some player shit. Hey, <laughs> I'm about to sing your ears off, ears off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Dropping in on you hoes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we are back. We are here. Yes, sir. It's that time of the week again, baby. Episode number 48 of the Magic Think Tank Podcast. I am your gracious and just grateful host, Frank, also known as Tank. Hey, I'm Magic, also known as Kamal. And like I said, this is the Magic Think Tank Podcast. Now, as yeah. usual, we are brought to you by Comfort City Mechanical Inc. HVAC Heating and Air Specialist from San Diego, California. <laughs> <laughs> also brought to you by First Place Loser Clothing. Get your high-quality urban fashion today. Check out that wonderful, lovable villain Uh little little uh design that my boy got on his shirt over there you know the whole new collection make sure you have a chance to go and check that out and last but certainly not least we are brought to you by triple seven clothing on amazon.com now i do want to uh just say if you have the opportunity to go on amazon.com buy my children's book the unicorn's brown fur it is out. It is about a brown unicorn named Belle, and she is. She thinks that her brown fur is holding her back from being the greatest uh, version of herself that she can be. She goes through trials and tribulation and teaches self-love, mm-hmm. self-forgiveness, and uh, the positivity of a wonderful relationship between the dad and the daughter. Hell so yeah. it brings it like all that. together in one, baby. You know what I'm Hell saying? Yeah. class for that. So go ahead and go ahead and take your time and, and, and cop that. I appreciate the outpouring of love. Almost said it. Almost it. Now, Frodo, that's fucking amazing. Know that y'all gotta understand, man. We are two black males that come from the what y'all would consider the ghetto, mm-hmm. the hood. Yes, sir. I would have never thought I would know an author of a children's book. Yeah. Boo, gal. <laughs> I never thought I would be one either, man. So it just goes to show you, man, that you know you put your time and effort into something, you know, and it, it turned out, you know, as good as you know I, I could have hoped for it to turn out. You know, hopefully, um, you know, going through the whole process and you know now advertising and everything like that. Hopefully, it does well, and yeah. if it does well, it you know at the very least pays for itself. Then I'll go in and and. Um, which it is doing really well already, but, um, you know, then I, I'll continue the, the, the whole little anthology and, and make it into a series of books. So, um, and that's going to include like coloring books and books with, uh, like crafts and stuff like that in it, man. So I'm just going to expand on this brand. Um, so yeah, man. Hell yeah. Hey, the, uh, the animation and then like the, the, the coloring and all that shit, the shit's really good, bro. Yeah, I man. Really I appreciate that. it, man. Like, God um, damn. <laughs> I, okay, this went through my mind. No lie, bro. I was like, man, this nigga created a coloring book, and I seen this nigga knock a motherfucker out. <laughs> Incredible duality. What they call that balance? I'm a Gemini, baby. You know what I'm saying? I'm a Gemini to its truest nature, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. 
you know, I mean, you gotta have you have your business side and you have you know y- y- your other side. Now, hopefully, I don't like to turn that other side. I like yeah. to turn the other cheek. But just in case that don't work, nigga, I got these cheat codes right here. You know what I'm saying? Man. <laughs> man. Hey, man. We're going to call that other side the Will Smith side now. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. No, no. Look, let's do this. Because I I, 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 um, I didn't really want to go over this. Because when you, we rarely talk about, like, things that are just, like, super obvious to talk about, right? Yeah, we really like we really Like, don't. We, we really don't. But hold I, on, I go ahead. Oh, you, know, you trying to get into it? Because before then, let me tell the people where they can find us. Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. My bad. I always, I always start fucking rambling on. You gotta stop me. Go ahead, man. My bad. <laughs> hey, YouTubers out there, YouTube been around since two thousand five. Mm. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel boom, but I do need to tell y'all to sub <laughs> and share, <laughs> sub and share for your boys. Hey, yeah, <laughs> for my potters out there, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on SoundCloud, and we're on Apple Podcasts on all the platforms. All you got to do is type in the Magic Think Tank Podcast or the Google, the Google. Come on, that's an ENT. I love to say the Google Podcast. <laughs> now you can Google us too, bro. <laughs> But, uh, I pr- hey. appreciate it, Reland. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Well, I'm trying to try to. He just that. says speedy recovery, fam. Oh yeah, man. Speedy recovery, bro. Appreciate you, bro. You feel me, y'all? You call that having hands? But <laughs> 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 hey, before we get into the Will Smith and Chris Rock thing, because you know we we really don't talk about the obvious. Yeah, yeah. And you know we need to talk about it, but. Let me share this little this little gem I found, bruh. Hold on, bro. The internet got too much damn time on their hand. Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all got the game fucked up. Bro, they made the Wii version of Will Smith, man. Come on. There, there's, but there's been so much conversation around this shit, man. And I don't yeah. really want to necessarily give my two cents on exactly, you know, the circumstances of what happened. However, I do want to get to the fact because I've been seeing a lot of people like calling Will Smith a bitch and, you know, saying how, uh, you know, he didn't keep that same energy with, with, you know, August Alcina mm-hmm. and, um, you know, He's just picking on the guy that's smaller than him. And, you know, you really shouldn't put your hands on anybody. And, like, all of this shit is, like, going on, you know. There was a time in America amongst us black people. Yeah. When if you felt like somebody disrespected you, regardless of how other people may think that appears to them, they might not see any disrespect in it yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. But if they disrespected you, it was just a well-known thing that you probably will get the shit slapped out of you. True. At bare minimum. Mm-hmm. At bare minimum. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, to me, all those people with their opinions on the situation that they know fucking zero about, absolutely nothing, Judging uh, something that happened 
um, you know, basically from a 50 foot angle. First of all, I don't even know if I believe that shit was real. I've watched that clip several times of him smacking him, and that shit looks fake as fuck to me. Yeah, that's been out there. I, I personally, I think is real just because of certain reactions. You know what I mean? And yeah, but if nobody else knows what what's happening, but those two know what's happening, would it put it? Would you be able to put it too far beyond the Oscars that nobody knew the fucking? I didn't even know the Oscars were happening. I had no idea. I didn't either. Hey, and then that what? happened, and everybody knew what was happening. Bro, it was so wild because like. Will Smith was laughing, and I was kind of thinking, like, when I saw the clip, he laughed, and then he saw Jada, and he was like, I, I was like, oh, shit, I'm supposed to slap this nigga right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it seemed like. It seemed like, to me, at certain points, it was like, I I could see it being staged, and I could see it be like, oh, he, for, he forgot his, his cue. He's like, oh, shit, that's my cue. I need to Yeah, play. yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But even if it was real, I... that. To me, I have zero opinion on it. I, if he smacked him, if, if that is between two men. And people are like, oh, stay out of black business. Nigga, he did that shit on national TV at the Oscars. Yeah. Like, I don't understand that. Stop with that old stay out of black business shit. He did it at the fucking Oscars, the whitest thing you can be at. Look at the crowd. It was all fucking white people. It was only two niggas there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and was the two. And was stopping this shit. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And Tyler Perry. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was like little sprinklings of niggas there. But, you know what I'm saying? For the most part, it looked like somebody put raisins in grits. You know what I'm saying? It's just like little black dots. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it looked like for the most part. Grits, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> so, so that was, that's not black business. Like, that's not. It, it, just because it happens between two black people, it's not like black. So stop with that bullshit. I, I'm over that. Like, yeah, stop with that. Like, you're allowed to have an opinion on something that two superstars do on TV during an Oscars program. I'm just tired of motherfuckers talking about it. If he smacked them, because they, I don't know if they have, you know, I know they know each other. They did an animated movie together. So yeah. I, I know that they have, you know, a relationship between them two. And maybe he's like, bro, I don't care what you do. Don't say shit about me or mine. Could have been yeah. a possibility. Or he could have just been at his point of snap. Remember we used to talk about the point of snap all the yeah. time? Yeah. <laughs> never know. A nigga got a point of snap, you know, fucking doing anything on any stage. Yeah. I don't care how big the stage is. Sometimes it only takes a grain of sand to bring down a fucking entire empire. Yeah, the apology needs to be as loud as the disrespect. And he didn't even believe he disrespected him, right? So it, it's all in the eye of the beholder, you know, you who are you to say whether you disrespected somebody? If somebody feel disrespected, then obviously you disrespected them, right? Yeah. So because the disrespect is on the you know the receiving end, it's not on the giving end a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so people like somebody just got this shit slapped up on TV for running somebody else's business and, and bringing up somebody else's wife. So what? Let's move on. I'm tired of people talking about it. I'm tired of it being everywhere. Every picture, everything, every every fucking thing everywhere is about that. Everybody got an opinion, and opinions is like assholes. Everybody got them, and they all fucking stink. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> hey, the is like certain things, like Wanda Sykes saying, like, I'm traumatized now, and Amy Schumer, like, she's like, oh my god, the trauma. Wanda Sykes was in Pootie t- Tank. I know! She shouldn't be traumatized by shit. She was smacking him up. <laughs> Come, Come on, on Big Shorty. You know what I'm saying? God damn. You she saw one of the greatest movies of all time. Yeah. <laughs> but 
to be honest, this topic is the first time where I talked about this on all three of my shows. But I, yeah. you know, I talked about it on the series glare. I gave more of a direct approach on that and talked about the whole out August Alcina thing. And what I said about that was after that happened, I never heard of Will Smith and August Alcina being in the same room. Mm-mm. You never hear, you never heard anything. It was always like, oh, and the thing is, that thing had happened way before. Like, Will had already known about it. So we don't we don't have any idea how that situation played itself out. Yeah. She talked about it way after it actually happened. Exactly. And then he came on the show afterwards and, you know, he shed a tear or two and everybody made a bigger deal out of it. Like, he just found out about it. But, you know, like, nobody wants to come on a fucking show and talk about how they wife, you know, bang somebody else. I don't care what their relationship is like, you know. They don't want to be in that predicament where they feel like it might be a tarnish on them or a tarnish on their wife or a tarnish on their career and everything else that they've built and everything that he's done. Nobody wants to be in that, that, uh, that position, that situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, another thing like, um, that I talked about on the gap. Cause like I, I, I talked about nigga moments where people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, I saw that. I saw that you posted it. Yeah. They act, act off of impulse. Mm-hmm. To me, I felt that was a nigga moment. And when I mean, yeah. I'm not talking about black people. I'm just talking about having an impulsive moment that could be detrimental to you in the long run. Your entire life. Yeah. It could it could really be detrimental to everything you've done in your entire fucking life. Now, Will Smith is Will Smith. He's going to recover from this. Regardless yeah, yeah. what happens. Chris Rock is Chris Rock. He's going to recover. From- that was my only part. Like, I was kind of sad about that. Um you know, these are two black heroes, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. These are people that that raised me. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Will Smith, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, that shit raised me. You know what I mean? Chris Rock, everybody hates Chris. And all his, you know, comedic genius before. All of that shit that I grew up on, these people helped raise me, you know, in, yeah. in a sense. Right? It, so I was, was sad, I was sad was to sad, see that. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was black elites. And my thing, mm-hmm. I was also having conversations with people and I was like, you know, at the end of the day, the reason why I'm sad about this is because these are two black elites, mm-hmm. black men fighting each other on stage. I w- I never want to see that. I yeah. want collaboration. Yeah. Now, was it was it funny when I was seeing it? Yeah, it was kind of funny at first, and then you start processing. It's like, ah. Oh. When you first saw you, like, what? Confused? Yeah. yeah. Like, what the hell is going on? The smack, the form of the smack. It, you know, it's yeah. The follow through King Richard was working, you know. <laughs> so he had the form, and it was like, and then another people were saying, like, oh, Chris Rock was a white comic. He was like, I'm like, nah, stop that. Because he backhanded a white boy years ago for trying to kiss him. On yeah, red carpets. Yeah, is so known to smack people, and I was some of like, just slap niggas, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you a slapper, you no. know. No, so if you just slap people, hey, you're, a, a, you're a slapper, bro. It's all life. You're a slapper. That's life. I've seen you slap several people. You're a slapper, and I don't think that you're a. I don't think you're beyond reproach when it comes to that. Like I don't think you're just over that. Like I will never slap anybody else again. Yeah. All right, buddy. Put yourself in a situation where somebody needs to be smacked. I'm pretty sure you can smack the shit out of them. I'm rehabilitated. <laughs> oh, okay. My man said, I shake my beard down. I am rehabilitated. Yeah. I use my words now. My words are sharp like daggers. But then, like, also, I was like, no. 
Will Smith, he's known for slapping people. You know? Yeah. And the thing with August Alcina, I was like, who knows? He probably would have slapped him too, or he could have slapped him. Who knows? Yeah. We don't know anything about that. He could have beat the living shit out of August Alcina. The reason why we'll never know is because August Alcina ain't on TV nowhere. Exactly. He's nowhere <laughs> now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then at the end of the day, it, w- it was just, I just didn't want to see black elites, especially yeah. the first time Will Smith got an Oscar. The first time Samuel Jackson got an Oscar. Um Quest Love got an Oscar. There it was like, you know, the Oscars were trying to highlight, you know, black people this time. You feel me? In a way. Yeah, that's a whole nother situation. I don't even want to get into that bullshit. Yeah. That's all that's no, all stunts. Oscars, you feel me? That the, the, the that's the all stunts, like, bro. That's all stunts. They're just trying to reel in. Just because it, do you think that it's a coincidence that black people started getting Oscars after there was like this big the the BLM and and just basically the transition of the country like to all right we're not tolerating bullshit no more from racist people and especially in the Hollywood elite area, you know what I mean? So that every company's fucking doing that and the Oscars is a company they're doing it too. They're like all right we got to start evenly distributing this because remember like a few years ago they they boycotted that shit. Yeah, okay. The last time Chris Rock goes. I'm glad you brought that up. Because that goes into some of the Chris Rock and Will Smith Mm -hmm. debacle. In 2016, Will Smith and uh, Jada Pekin Smith boycotted the Oscars. Jada, like, I think she put on somewhere in her social medias, and Chris Rock made a joke about it. Talking about, like, look, that's like me saying something about Rihanna's panties. I wasn't invited. He said that in 2016. Oh yeah. Oh, it's like they. Mm. It's, like, it, it's another. That's why it's like okay. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. You feel me? He might have. Like, he more disgusted than Will at first until Will saw her, and then he was like, and then it's coming out reports like after Will Smith hit him with the hot scene, Jada Pickett hit, it was giggling, what? laughing. <laughs> Hey, she's a little instigator too, though, man. Like, <laughs> come on, bro. You can't be giggling at that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you giggling away. Yeah, hey. and I want to, uh, I want to send you, I'm going to send you something right now. I want you to, uh. Yeah, but, but the thing about it is like certain things like that are coming up and speculation and shit. So it's a lot of who knows. But also, it's like, man, like embarrassing. Another black man on national TV was just, you know, what I mean, that was heartbreaking, and, bro. It's like God. in the in 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 the juxtaposition of the two, because Chris Rock, I, I just sent you something that I want you to play. Oh, I can't, um, bro. I got the uh my text message thing off. Oh, on the on the thing. Yeah. On, on, I, oh, you cut it off. Yeah, yeah, because right. I don't. You know, it it'll be showing all my text messages coming through during the show. So yeah, so I'm a. Uh, you know, I'm gonna email it to you right now. Um, but um Chris Rock had kinda uh said that basically he feels like he is, you know, uh, very confident in his ability to be a comedian. Wait a uh, minute. Wait, look what I really just said. <laughs> wow. <laughs> New Jack City Chris Rock is used to smack pound <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh snap! Wow. Okay. 
But, you know, uh, he says, you know, that he basically feels like a fraud in everywhere else in his life. And he's very uncomfortable in his own skin. Basically, he's not confident anywhere else other than in the comedic world. Um, and Chris, Chris Rock. yeah. And did you did you get the uh, email I just I got, sent you? I got the article, but I got to go on my other browser. We keep talking, though. So, um, so, yeah, but he said that, you know, he, he feels you know, less than in, in every other aspect of his life um, other than being a comedian. Now, Will Smith transversely said, you know, what I just sent you, um, the, uh, it's just a TikTok that I, that I sent you, okay. um, that I want you to play. Hold on. Keep talking though. Oh, you want me to play the uh, TikTok? Yeah, just play play that. Do you do you do you just want the audio? Yeah, just the audio is fine. Okay. Why in the world did Will Smith slap Chris Rock? Listen to this clip closely right here. I've always thought of myself as a coward. Yeah. Most of my memories of my childhood involve me being afraid in some way. Afraid of other kids, afraid of being hurt or embarrassed, afraid of being seen as weak. But mostly I was afraid of my father. When I was nine years old. I watched my father punch my mother in the side of her head so hard that she collapsed. I saw her spit blood. That moment in that bedroom, probably more than any other moment in my life, has defined who I am today. Within everything that I've done since then, the awards and accolades, the spotlights and the attention, the characters and the laughs, there's been a subtle string of apologies to my mother for my inaction that day, for failing her in that moment for failing to stand up to my father, for being a coward. Hmm. So, when you put those two things up against each other, I 1,000% understand Will Smith, what he said right there. Yeah. Th that has made me who I am today. Seeing those same type of things, my dad do those same type of things to my mom, um, and always being overprotective of the people who I care of around me care about around me because of the fact that that made me feel so inept as a kid. Cause I couldn't do shit. But once I was able to do something about it, <clears throat> I did something about it every time that I could do something about it. Mm -hmm. And especially with my wife, I don't play, I don't play none of that shit with my wife at all. Mm -hmm. So I 1000% understand him and if you don't think that a trauma from your childhood could play out to you slapping the shit out of chris rock on stage at the oscars you're a sadly mistaken my friend yeah it's kind of um it's like the rules of nature you feel me yeah and it's like i i get that chris rock's a comedian and shit like that and a lot of com comics been saying like oh there's other people gonna start slapping comedians on stage and like it's a joke and blah blah but it's like the rules of nature man is like if you talk about somebody woman you don't, you don't know what to expect like the whole thing is like you could say something but you can't control somebody's reaction well yeah and i uh i heard joe rogan talking shit about it right yeah, but i don't know if you saw that little clip he say nigga in every tone he can. Nigga, 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 nigga. Oh, yeah. Nigga, 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 nigga. Now, you the one person I'm going to tell mind your business out of black folks' business right there. He the one folks that, that he the one motherfucker that get that one right. 
Um, and, and, it, and it's a shame to me because I've just slowly seen myself pull away because I was a big, you know, protagonist when it, when it came, came to the story of Joe Rogan before, yeah. um, because I enjoyed what he did. I, I think that he's a very intelligent guy. He's able to talk about a bunch of different shit. Um, but he's leaning more and more like, you know, conservative and, and all of this shit direction, man. And it's completely just turned me away from, from anything that he has to say, um, which is unfortunate, but um you know he's saying that like motherfuckers ain't gonna just start slapping comedians some comedians need to be slapped first of all some yeah. of the motherfuckers need to be slapped and some got hands when, like when kramer that. when kramer was on stage saying nigger over and over again yes that dude had the 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 patience of a saint to sit in that crowd and he wound up getting up and leaving a little bit later yeah because me i don't know if i have the ability to to maintain myself in that manner Bro, you would have hit that nigga with a Seinfeld slap, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Went back to goddamn Seinfeld. <laughs> that nigga would have turned from Kramer to George Costanza, nigga. I slapped that up. I would have slapped that weird ass hairstyle the fuck off his head, bro. <laughs> Short and fat, bro. Hit that nigga on top of the head, like. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Yeah, but you're right though. But also the other spectrum. Some of these comedians supposedly got hands, like Steve Harvey say. You know what I mean? Steve Harvey, D.L. Hughley. You feel me? So people are not just gonna go up there and slap people. But like I said, one of the rules of nature <laughs> was fucking broken. You yeah. Talked about somebody white. No matter what, no matter how society look at it and outside you know, people look at it or whatever. You got to break it down to the simplest form, right? Simplest form. If you say something about somebody's wife, you can't control what their reaction going to be. Yeah. So, man. You can't. Nah. Some people have non-negotiables. Things that oh. they won't tolerate. You know, yeah. Hey, I was laughing at that. When you talk about this all the time, really rights. I'm waiting for folks in Senate to start slapping each other. Hey, man, it's coming soon. Yeah, it's man. Come, look, like come, I said, like just like in Africa, bro. They yeah. fucking <laughs> shares and fighting in the in the you know the halls of Congress, right? But <laughs> oh my goodness! But like I said, when you break it down to the simplest form, it's a man that felt like another man disrespected his wife and he smacked him for it. That's the simplest form of it. That's yeah. it. Motherfuckers is calling him like a simp and all. Of, I'm like, nigga, that is his oh, wife. Will Will Smith? Yeah, I'm just like. Nah, you can't. Like, oh, she gonna sent for this. You you gonna let her do all of that, you know, with August and cheat on you and blah blah blah, and then you go like, you know, and I see somebody wrote motherfuckers be funny, and they like Will Smith a real one. Like, I don't know if I could uh, slap somebody like that over somebody else's girl. And it's like... <laughs> oh wow, wow. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> and I and, and even even your boy uh, chimed in, Kevin Samuels, and he's yeah, like, I, I've seen the whole thing about about that. Like he he did chime in and talk about Will Will Smith's ass, basically. Nobody believes that Kevin Samuels. I'm like, bro, no, nobody fucking believes you, Kevin Samuels. And at this point, I'm fucking tired of seeing your face. You're a funny guy and all, but you are doing more of a detriment to our community. What you've started with this whole toxic black podcast has really put a put a tarnish 
on, on black podcasting. I can see that. It really has. There, there, there's some fresh and fit. All these motherfuckers is cut from the same cloth. And he's their Lord and Savior. So I don't respect this man either. However, he wouldn't have whooped shit. Will Smith would beat the shit out of Kevin Samuels. Are you, are you kidding me? <laughs> this man is super effeminate, skinny little guy. Old. Shut up. He'd beat the shit out of you. Chris Rock, Chris Rock would beat the shit out of you. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> like, let's, let's, keep it, let's keep it all the way $1, bro. Hey man, I got a point. <laughs> nah, it, but um, yeah, Kevin Samuels, I, that shit when he said that I was just like whatever. But I mean, he was making some good points though, and like the nigga entertaining, bro. If you can't use your brain and think critically at this point and be like, this nigga, this this nigga's pure entertainment, then I don't know. The thing is, he's not, he's not, he's not doing it for entertainment and shock value. He's doing it. Because that's who he is, and he's been able to be successful being the person that he's just a terrible person. But you know, it it is you know. I mean, everybody has their own opinion, you know. It, but I I I can't just openly blindly support this guy who just disrespects the fuck out of black women at every turn that he gets. You every turn. He, you think he just solely just disrespecting black women? Mm-hmm. I do. I've seen, like I said, I've seen him talk to guys crazy, blah, blah, blah. But for the most part, when he's going hard, he's going hard on, on black women. He won't even let them talk. Just hang up on them. Bang the line on them. I, I don't <laughs> like that. Like, you know, for, for, it's it's funny. for it, it, It's entertaining, but I can only watch the entertainment. You know, it's only entertaining one or two times. And I'm like, all right, from a humanitarian perspective, this guy's an asshole. I wouldn't want to be in the same room with him. I, I always imagine... Um, you know, like if that was my mom calling him or my sister calling him, you know, or somebody. Kevin Samuels is to men what City Girls is for women. Yeah, basically. But this nigga need to drop a, a album then. <laughs> drop an album. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, go ahead. What did you gonna say? No. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I lost my I lost my train of thought. No, we were just talking about Kevin Samuels. But anyways. At any route, look, man, I hope Will Smith and Chris Rock, I hope you guys are both doing good. Chris Rock, I know how to stand up, and he, at the beginning of it, says he's still processing it. He doesn't want to talk about it. He says, you know, he's going to have material on it. He's going to make sure, you know, it's going to be, you know, both serious and funny, but. People wasn't um, appreciating that he wasn't talking about the shit, though. Like, they were like, and I'm like, bro, he got every right not to talk about the shit. Yeah. Yeah, you know, nobody wants to... Th- that's, like, extremely traumatic for him to get smacked on a stage in front of millions of people. By, <laughs> by one of his peers, really. Yeah. Another black man, too. That shit. <laughs> and and the joke was weak as fuck. I mean, it really was. They said, and I could be wrong, but I th- I was, like, reading somewhere that, like, uh, Jada Pika Smith is actually playing G.I. Jane, too. Like, she's supposed to be playing in it. I don't, I don't, I don't know the accuracy of that one. I don't think he would have uh, gotten upset if she was actually in it. He would have said it. You know what I mean? Because he just said, "We just we're waiting for the next G, uh, you know, uh, GI Jane two. That was the joke. So yeah. if, if she was actually going to be in it, it would just be like, oh yeah, this is great promo. But no, it, it was a joke. You know, obviously about her alopecia, and uh, you know, I hurt her feelings, and he thought that he had to come to her rescue. And she appreciated it. So, and the man didn't get arrested. Nothing happened to him. A lot of people are gonna be talking shit. 
you know, they'll probably, you know, be sitting across from each other, uh, like, um, but the fucking, um, who was it? Uh, Magic Johnson and Isaiah Thomas, when they made up and they were, <laughs> they were sitting across from each other 30 years yeah. later, they'll yeah. probably do that. I mean, they'll probably make a lot of money, but you know, hopefully, hopefully both of them do very well in, in their separate arenas, man. And, you know, everybody need, just need to relax. Stop having yeah. such a big, you know, this is just, this is a blip, bro. Like, yeah, man, it was an anomaly. Like I said, no, the Oscars just relished in this moment. They relished in it because that motherfucker, all these award shows is dying. And the more shit like that, I wouldn't be surprised if at the next award show, whatever else it is, the, the next, like somebody got socked on stage or something like that, or somebody got shot. Because it's like, it's all a one-up game at this point, right? Yeah. Like, we got a one-up. Oh, they, oh shit, they had Will Smith smack Chris Rock. We got to do this. We got to do that. So, you know, hopefully not, but, uh, you know, hopefully just the end of it. And, you know, we won't really have to witness anything like this again. Yeah, man. At the at the end of the day, I guess uh paper beats rock. And uh <laughs> for some weird reason, 95% of people named Chris, niggas don't like him. <laughs> for real. It's only like five percent of Chris is also <laughs> every other Chris I know, I'm like, uh, uh God, Chris. All right. <laughs> Everybody, oh man, let's legendary, (laughs) super man. Damn, Damn, bro, we're forty minutes in. Let's get to these articles, man. All right, yeah, man. We uh, what was a big topic, bro? It was kind of, it was like you know. Yeah, it it was. It was. Yeah. It's in a article, bro. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get into your article first. So, this article is very, very, very interesting. One because it, Lindsey Graham just recently came out and said he was not going to be in support of uh, Kentaji Brown, who is obviously up for Supreme Court justice seat um, after confirming her twice. He's now saying that he's not going to support her any longer um, because she is, uh, as I quote, um, a, a hero of the left, the super left. So that's why he doesn't want to confirm. He says she's great. Her career has been stellar. She's an absolute great person, but she's a hero to the left. So he doesn't want to support her at any rate. So Lindsey Graham <laughs> gay room was erupt again. As escort threatens to out homophobic republic senator, here's the latest story. So, this is um, Lindsey Graham right here, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's Lindsey Graham. This nigga looks like <laughs> one of the fish from SpongeBob. <laughs> he really does, though. God damn, <laughs> bro, this he nigga more like definitely sucking dick, bro. Yeah, you see that mouth? He got that parse mouth, like that. yeah. <laughs> you sure got a pretty mouth, boy. <laughs> bro, come on, bro. If you gay, let it out. So this fucking story is let it out. <laughs> kind of hilarious, bro. So uh, Lindsey Graham's sexual orientation and hypocrisy became a trending topic on social media this week after gay adult performer and escort Sean Harding threatened to out. A- <laughs> <laughs> what a name, bro! God damn. I didn't even see the the, the uh, hilarity in that name until you just started laughing at it. But um, he threatened to out homophobic Republican senator. 
um, who is no better than Trump, who keeps passing legislation that is damaging the LGBT and minority communities. Uh, bro, um, if they would have stopped the sentence right here, that would have been crazy because it didn't imply that Trump on the gay stuff, too. So, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it really did, though. It really yeah. did. I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna uh scroll down so I'm here to really get into uh the 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 meat and potatoes of it. All right. All right. Uh so if you go go down a little bit more, uh it's another tweet. So many fucking tweets. Yeah, they're gonna go it's like right there. So uh it says come on, you freaky freaky toad. <laughs> oh, the flurry. Okay. My bad. So, uh, man states, uh, <laughs> when I came out of the bedroom, this is from Sean Harding. He's saying this. So he says, when I came out of the bedroom, he was on the. It, it's uh, it's uh, maybe it's right there, right there, right there. Stop right there. It's on. I'm reading the actual. Uh, oh, right here. Yeah, okay. on the right hand side. So it says, when I came out of the bedroom, he was on the bed naked on all fours. I know that there was dark marks around his anus. <laughs> I, I asked if he had showered. He said yes. <laughs> wow. I asked. I asked if it was okay if I wiped him down. Wipe he said. Down. He Wipe said sure. He said I wet a face towel and wiped and wiped between his buttocks, <laughs> but Damn. nothing was coming off. It says, then I realized that his taint was, wasn't dirty. It was full of moles. Wow. He says, dark moles and dense clusters up and down the length of his taint. All, he said, hope you don't mind those just my little ladybugs. Wow. <laughs> I ran out of there. End quote. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what Burr saying? Wow. This yeah, this is so yeah, this is what he's saying. And for years he's been saying that you know he had he's had trust with them and, and all his you know compadres within um the gay escort community have had you know situations with this man, um, which I'm not disparaging that community at all, but I am disparaging a man who obviously it's been talked about for a long time that he is possibly, you know gay yeah. and, and he is constantly coming down with legislation after legislation to damage those communities mm. so that is hypocrisy at its finest yeah I, I mean I don't know this guy I don't know if it's true but to me like I said every time somebody's going that hard like if you say if I like oh man you gay and somebody get like hella mad over that then no, it's like you start no, looking like, at him crazy, like he the type of nigga be like, no, bro, he sucked my dick. Yeah. Fine, gay. He gay. <laughs> sir, sir. I mean, he, he just wants all the men. He wants all the men to himself, and 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 that's 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 his whole angle. But to have an asshole full of ladybugs, <laughs> like, bro, what is wrong with bro? That's 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 pretty gross. And this is something that that Lindsey Graham can easily clear up. All he has to do is get on camera and show his ass. If he does not have moles between his ass that he causes ladybugs, then the world will know that he was not lying. 
But if in fact he does have a tank full of moles, yeah. then the world will know that Sean Harding was telling the absolute unmitigated truth about the trust that he had with Lindsey Graham. Because other than that, how would he know this? Yeah, man, that's a very specific detail of a, a male's anatomy that most niggas don't really know. <laughs> Can't let you spread an ego them cheeks. I, bro, the fact that my man was like, those are just my ladybugs. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga Lindsey Graham from the South too, huh? Yeah. yeah, it sounds like it sounds like some shit that like I can uh, completely imagine him saying that. Like, you know what Why I mean? Lemonade and shit. <laughs> Them just ladybugs. What nigga? That's fucking gross. So this I mean, I there's no pro, there's you know if he was uh, a, a progressive, you know, Republican or uh, a Democrat then it wouldn't even be a thing. Just come out and say you're gay. You know what I mean? But it's the fact that he's supposedly a conservative Republican that he has to hide his true nature. And it's an unfortunate realization of a lot of people in that party who are hiding behind this, you know, this facade of a Christian nation and everything like that when they are personally engaging in those activities themselves. There's nothing wrong with it. Just embrace it. Say it's cool. Pass legislation so everybody has equal rights. And move the fuck on. Because nobody really cares. Yeah, we don't care if you like playing meat swords, nigga. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't care what you do with your ladybugs, my guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, that has nothing to do with me. I've never, never wondered what some other man was doing with their meat. Yeah, Ever. man. If you got gay in your heart, let it out. Let it out, fam. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, bro. Oh shit. But yeah, it's wild, bro. But it's like, man, Lindsey Graham. We probably it'd be wild though, but probably in some years down the line, we're gonna we're gonna it's gonna come out rumor that, yeah. Not rumor, but he's gonna come out and be like, yeah. No, what's gonna happen is some pictures of something gonna come out. Him in a scandalate clothes. Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna be like, in <laughs> like a fucking What's them shits that them women be wearing? The fucking the robe thing with the yeah. What's that? With, uh, lingerie. Yeah. Oh, lingerie. <laughs> Miss so long. Since That'd I, be a nightmare to see my man in some lingerie. It, but that he gonna get caught up. He <laughs> <laughs> gonna be in lingerie. They about to fucking catch pictures of him on the, in that shit, man. But yeah, man, Lindsey Graham, man, gay rumors, bro. I give it some years. He probably gonna come out. Right now, he's just in the sauce. He will never come out. He's going to have to be outed. He will never come out. He's already like fucking 70-something years old. He ain't coming out. Oh, you right, bro. <laughs> he, he died on that hill. 35 years ago. He dying on that hill for sure. Yeah, yeah he dying on something. You know what I mean? <laughs> dying on me. What you got for me, my boy? Oh, bro. All right, bro. This shit right here. Woo! Right here, right here. Texas student who protested Pledge Allegiance to 20K in settlement. Wow. Holy Harriet. These these white people are up in arms about this. I'm gonna tell you that right yeah, now. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, yes. Maria Olive claimed in the federal lawsuit that she was harassed. Maria Oliver? Is this Mary, a- Mary Oliver. It's Spanish. It's Marie. Mari. Yeah, it's Mari. <laughs> um, yeah, Mari. 
See? Oh. <laughs> I mean, <I'll> <laughs> Claimed in a federal lawsuit that she was harassed for opting out of reciting the pledge as a high school. Wait a minute, she's Spanish? Hmm. I thought I thought she was I thought they were black. Hmm, interesting. All right. <clears throat> in this Texas state yeah. law. Yeah, Go ahead, my bad. Go ahead. Uh, by Christine Tug. Uh in Texas, state law requires students to pledge allegiance daily. Daily? To the well, flag. We, had, we had to do it every morning. It wasn't a big deal. You know what I mean? But yeah, but we didn't have to like we weren't forced to stand or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, we stood and put our hands over our hearts and said pledge allegiance every single morning. I remember well, this. It wasn't forced because at time it, it was times I sat down. I didn't fucking stand up for that shit. Oh, you were yeah, not, you were not forced to stand up and uh, sing. No, they that. never forced us. We all just did it because we just thought we had to do it. Man, hold on. As a high school student, oh, this is high school too, bro. We stopped yeah. singing the pledge of allegiance in fucking middle school, really. Oh, in uh, in Oakland, right in middle school, they stopped doing that shit. Man, that's crazy. In Spring, Texas, Maria Oliver sat silently during this daily recitation. In September 2017, two months into Miss Oliver's senior year at Clint Oak High School, Benji Arnold, a sociology teacher, Benji Arnold, nigga, uh, played Bruce Springsteen's born. <laughs> this nigga. Born in the USA and asked the class to write about the feelings of song summoned up in him. He didn't instruct the students, including... Miss Oliver to transcribe the words of the Pledge of Allegiance according to a federal. All right, against him, three three other teachers school man. Man, where's the juicy detail? Or she sat her ass down, and didn't fucking comply. On that day in September, she did not write down any words. Instead, she drew a square. <laughs> Here we go! Wow, she just drew a line. <laughs> oh my god! Wow! Damn. Four years, four years later, lawyers Miss Oliver, now 21 and long since graduated from Clint Oak, announced on Tuesday a settlement with Mr. Arm. Damn, took four years to get 90K? Hmm. Reached, reached early this month, under which Miss Oliver received 90K paid by Texas Association of School Boards. All right. Uh, what? I want, are they, do they have a picture of her? This her. Oh, she was here. She got a Spanish name. She must be Cuban. <laughs> Cuban B. Oh, yes. Cuban B. Maria Oliver left her mother, LaShawn Arcano, and the lawyer, Randall Calic. Hey, man. Look, man, go, go get your coins, sis. Anytime yeah. you can fight against the patriarchy and capitalism in Texas, I'm all fucking for it. I'm for it, too. I'm glad it was a, it was a black woman because reading that article, I thought it was a Spanish woman. And in my head, I was like, Oh, it makes sense. Give 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 her the ninety k because she's Spanish, you know. Because a black person doing that shit, they would have thrown us in the jail or something. But I stand corrected. I'm yeah. like, oh, shit. So you see that we're making progress here in this country, right? Yeah. That a black person can get money from from a uh, from any lettered organization um, mm -hmm. for for discrimination, but just but it's bullshit. It's all indoctrination into this belief um, of you know this pure fucking society like no it's all garbage nobody should be, have to pledge allegiance to anything yeah 
you pledge allegiance to whatever the fuck you want to pledge allegiance to. You know what I mean? Like nobody should be forced. And the fact that we did that every day now in hindsight seems kind of wild, right? Like every single morning having to do this and reinforce this, but that's how you have, that's how America has successfully indoctrinated people into believing that everything that it does is right and just right. Yeah. And it starts with that. Do you know in Germany they learn about American indoctrinism and and how that how they do that to us? They learn about that in school in Germany in high school, hmm. in their in their history books. They learn about what we're doing right now. You know how we learn about propaganda um, from from uh, you know what they did in Germany back in Nazi Germany. Yeah, they they learn about what we do right now. <laughs> Damn, I didn't know so, that. Yeah. If you they have a high school textbooks, you can look this up. I'm not making this up. They have high school textbooks that they just talk about letter for letter what is done in this country, um, propaganda wise to get people indoctrinated and believing in all of the, the, the bullshit that this country does. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Thriller says that teacher was lazy and didn't have a lesson plan. <laughs> that school board will pay her, but you know the white folks wouldn't won't let her enjoy it move away move away hey yeah. you right you in move away. damn hey bro usually when the teacher didn't have a lesson plan they'd be like all right we're gonna pop in a movie this is when i'll be all <laughs> chaotic be like we're gonna learn you know the pledge of allegiance and the bob D- what was the song that bob? wasn't even a pledge of allegiance that was proud to be an american proud? by bruce springsteen yeah. i'm proud to be an american <laughs> like I don't want to see that shit. That shit's garbage. Squiggly line, nigga. Bring the squiggly. <laughs> Maybe she was drawing a squiggly line because you know a flat line, and she feeling dead. Listen to that. <laughs> oh what are they gonna do though, bro? Because people are not proud to be American anymore. Like more and more, I'm going. I'm seeing white people like I fucking hate this country. It used to just be us, right? It used to just be uh, my hey, 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 I'm tired of white people telling me that. You know what? I'm gonna start saying, "Oh, you hate this country so much." <laughs> okay, go back to where you came from, <laughs> nigga. Fuck out of here. But I've <laughs> seen niggas online saying that to white people too. It's always the niggas with the USA hats on and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Saying that, saying that to, <laughs> to white people. Oh, you think this country's bad? Oh, why don't you go and live in one of those third world countries? <laughs> like, bro, the fuck most of them free? Yeah. I'll go live in fucking Canada, Australia. I'll go fucking live in Mexico. Like, bro, you believe propaganda about everything. Like, everybody believes you can go to Mexico and get shot as soon as you cross the border. Yeah, shit. It's just like it is up here. You keep your nose out of bullshit and don't snitch. You ain't going to get hurt. You yeah. live in those areas. If you live in those areas where they have that. But they're, most areas are just people are living peaceful, loving lives in Mexico. There's not like some mass slaughter happening. There's more people dying here than it is out there. Depends on what, what, what side of the road you cross on, though, man. You know, you had them kids selling you shit, and then they lead you into a taxi. You never know where you're going to go. Oh, yeah. But, you, yeah, you can't just – that's that's no matter where you go. If you go to any, any like, major city population, you can't just trust a little kid to lure you into a fucking van with some candy. If you're an adult and a little kid lures you into a van with candy, you yep. deserve everything you get. you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> Get hit with a goddamn this. 
<laughs> when that door closes in that van. In the black market. <laughs> it's over with. Man. But, the, but uh, yeah, go ahead. For her to be in Texas, though, and for her to be a, a black like woman, to get just any settlement for not pledging allegiance, I don't know, man. It's kind of impressive. Because it's yeah. like, it's kind of like, oh, shit. Then it just made me think. We want our reparations, motherfucker. Yeah, y'all got, money. Y'all y'all got, got money. money. Look, bro, oh, for them to say they ain't got money and they just sent all that money to Ukraine. Yeah. All right? And they accepting all these damn refugees and giving them money. What the fuck? While Ukraine, like, while Poland literally has all the black people over there in concentration camps. Same. Literally. It's fucked up. Literally. So it's like... The, the whole the whole platform of supremacy is just <laughs> on full display right now. Yeah. And uh but the regalia is coming, man. The 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 uh the curtain has been dropped on that shit and everybody's seeing it for what it is, you know. And yeah. um you know, I, I it's just all those old motherfuckers in Congress and shit are dying. <laughs> Yeah. They got a few more years, bro. Lindsey Graham, bitch McConnell. <laughs> bitch McConnell. Honey, <laughs> honey Mitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Milkface Mitch. Yeah. They got a few more years left. And they're trying to make, they're trying to hold on to shit while they can because who the fuck gonna take over? Either some progressive Republicans or motherfuckers like Marjorie Green Taylor and Josh Harley. Who can't even stand for the Pledge of Allegiance? Marjorie Green Taylor looked like a bowl of like a cream of wheat that got spoiled watermelon seeds in it with hair in it. Yeah, yeah, bro. Look (laughs) on, bro. We about to look her up because this is what we do. We talk shit about everybody. It is, uh, god damn. God damn! God damn! What would is you, going on, bro? She look like Leatherface. Would you not be angry too? Is she I wearing mean, her other face? Yeah, that's not her face. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> not, bro. She's a woman Leatherface. <laughs> she's God she's, damn! I mean, regardless of of okay. the, the, the... she appropriating the culture. Put your goddamn fist down. <laughs> I'm appropriating black culture, okay? We're tired of it. We're tired of you appropriating black culture. Shit. But, I mean, what she's done has worked. I know her name, right? That's true. <laughs> and I'm oh. not even into politics like that. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So, so what she's done is work. Her 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 shock form of um, leadership has worked for her. Um what do you say, really? If you want to blow any complaining white person's mind, ask them when was America great <laughs> and did we have equal rights back then? Yeah, I mean, they, but they always they brush that off because I've done that before, and it's like, well, that's not what we're saying. We're not saying go back. We just go back to that time, you know, <laughs> where you know everything was just like simpler and every, but but not not slavery or. Or Jim Crow, or any of those terrible things that was done. 
a long time ago. And it's like, nigga, we three generations removed from slavery and my parents were alive during Jim Crow. Like, stop. (laughs) And the last time that, like, the the last, uh, well, slaves were freed 35 years prior, but the last one documented was in, um, I think it was 1899. So literally in the 1900s, bro. Mm Mm-hmm. Think about if you think about it in those terms, it's like, bruh. Yeah, three. That's why I said three generations removed. Yeah. So your great grandparent was a slave, mm-hmm. you know, and then you have your parents. I mean, your grandparents, parents, and you know. So, so that shit is wild, bro. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's not a, it's not a fucking far cry. Time is a weird thing, man. Back in the sixties, they had this show. It was like where uh, you'd had to like guess, like why this person is like significant and they had a guy on there that witnessed the fucking Lincoln assassination. It's like, bro, I thought Abraham Lincoln died in 1784. <laughs> like, <some laughs> shit like that. I was thinking in 1960, but he didn't even die. He died in the, in the late, the latter part of the 1800s. Damn. And he was actually in the theater when, when Lincoln got assassinated. <laughs> That's crazy. When you yeah. put that perspective, then like it just throws a whole, just a whole nother loop in things, bro. It's yeah, like, bro, we're not that far removed from the shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The people and they always just just maintain. Oh, so long ago, nigga, slavery lasted about 400 years, right? Yeah, and it's been about 100 years since that shit was happening. It wasn't that long ago, my nigga. Like it really wasn't. You know, at least let the time be even for 400 for 400. Yep. And then we can talk some yeah. shit. <laughs> then you can be like, all right, nigga, all right, enough of that shit. You know, shit is even out at this point. For real, bro. Man, <laughs> I like that. I like how we put that in that perspective, bro, to let people know, like, bro, shit's not too far removed. Wait, really you, you feel me? That, <laughs> like, what we talk about, too, gonna lead me to the lie that I have for this week. I'm glad this is tying in, though. You feel me? Uh, Man. You got the uh, the things we see? Ooh, the things we see, and this time Frank sent something to me. Gosta Bay Jose. It's just funny, bro. All right. Straight people have read it. What's the gayest thing you've done? Wow. I was in basic training. The showers in basic were just this square room with shower heads all around the outside and a small four-foot opening on the end to go in and out. Okay. Well, in basic training. They tend to hurry you up a little bit whenever you do anything. In a rush to get out, I side shuffled face to face with this other guy that was coming in through the door. Somehow, our dicks contacted damn near at the base and slid alongside each other, like a cool handshake or something. And he said, We will never speak of it. And I said, Yeah. <laughs> what? What? What the hell? <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. Wow. <laughs> so what would you do, man? Like they what said, would you do? Never speak of this. Quiet. <laughs> but the real question is, we need to ask, what would Lindsey Graham do? You were supposed to brush it up against my ladybugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, bro! Bro, I man probably would have giggled or something. Nope, I wouldn't speak of it. I'll be quiet. <laughs> quiet as heck. 
Hey, hey, we had a, a dick fight. Wow. Yeah, bro. Look, man. And he, then he said they slid up against each other like that, like a cool handshake. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I was just imagining the horror, the horror of that as as a man. You know what I mean? Like I really, we probably really shouldn't feel like that, especially like this military. And you know, they all shower together. They all do everything together. Yeah. But the the sheer horror. That you would feel in your fucking soul if your penis touched another man's penis. You would question everything about yourself. You would not stop thinking about it. would be a painful experience for you to think of literally for the rest of your life. I'm surprised this person even admitted it. Well, hey, hey, real talk on the internet. People are admitting some of the wildest stuff. Bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you can bro, more... on, Especially on TikTok, bro. There's a nigga, there's a nigga out there admitting to... Uh, Having having like uh sex with people in prison, like other dudes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I, these, these you like, know what happens, right? Yeah, <laughs> these niggas admitting the wildest shit out there, so I can see somebody. Yeah, I mean, look, the booty warrior done told us. What's <laughs> done? I like I shit and I want shit. Jesus Christ! do this the easy way or the hard way. The choice is yours. <laughs> real burn wow so we all seen american meaning we know what happens in jail you know what i mean somebody got to be doing the sticking yeah <laughs> and you stick a mic like now we live in a society where everybody has a microphone and access to everyone yeah. all the fucking time so those motherfuckers were you like bro i cannot believe this nigga just told me that those motherfuckers have an open platform to say whatever the hell they want now yeah and it's disgusting. God damn. Yeah, why did he why did he say this? He should have kept he should have kept his damn mouth closed. Hey man, listen. Now he wants he want he you know that's he giving us the prequel. Cause the now prequel he, he gonna come out and be like, you know what? I, I actually liked it. So now <laughs> the the dude that I slapped dicks with that's my husband. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was an experience that I can never, you know, get out of my mind. So, <laughs> like, bruh, come on. Yeah, now, now we in love. <laughs> <laughs> Basic training, bro. Nah, bro. I, you know why? Also, another thing, though, because they they give you ample amount of space when you in them showers. Because I used to go like in youth and government. You we used to go on those type of like uh like JRTC and fucking oh yeah a camp Pendleton camps and shit and stuff like that and you saw the showers and like bro you had space bro so if yo if you but it depends on how many motherfuckers is in there they be piled in that motherfucker you know what I mean oh man (laughs) it's like a can of sardines in there so you might you you know what I mean. Yeah, man. Oh, boy. Get the we keeping that up there, bro. Damn. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, bro. Shit, wow. Nah, but Look, I, 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 no, bro. I, I wouldn't. I would kept this quiet. I don't know, bro, but it's like, me and you, we, we come from an era where, like, you know, discreetness nowadays nothing's ever discreet yeah no discretion 
It, you're actually looked at as weird nowadays if you have some discretion. Yeah, that's true. That's like you trying to keep a secret. No, nigga, I'm not trying to keep no secrets. I just believe in not telling every fucking thing about myself to every Tom, Dick, and Harry. Yeah, and so what if I'm keeping a secret? Some some people don't keep. Yeah, fuck that. Every, everybody's still keeping secrets. Some motherfuckers is just nasty, and it's not even keeping secrets. I just don't believe in people just knowing my personal business. You know what I mean? Like I'm not on the internet. Compl- you never see me on the internet complaining ever, ever. I complain sometimes. I never do though, and and it's, you. I never see you on the internet complaining about personal shit. True. I always complain about stuff that's work related. Yeah. And that was just for a certain period of time. Like yeah, but I don't see you on there complaining about anything personally. Nah, I, nah, hell no. Nah. There needs to be a separation of church and state in a separated separation of personal life to social media life. Those two things need to be separate and people don't get it. People that get on the internet, like I said, crying and all that, that shit's just so odd to me. It's like, why do you want everybody to see that? Like, I get being your natural self and, you know, wanting to get the support of people around you. I understand that. But you don't have to show your most vulnerable moments to the whole fucking world because it no. comes off as, as disingenuous. It does. Every time I see that, I'm like, is this real? Or, you know what I mean? Are you bullshitting? Yeah. Are you doing it for clicks? Like, what's going on? You know what I mean? Mm hmm. It does come off like that. And it's just like, to some people, what they're trying to show is like, oh, I'm trying to be open. But it's like the way they're doing it. I'm like, nah, you're just trying to get, it's an easy way to get engagement. Mm hmm. Because for some weird reason, it's like, Somebody in like like I said I I did complain you know back then couple with like some months ago and shit like that and I noticed the en- engagement I was getting or people talking to me compared to me posting completed work or mm-hmm. something that's good and stuff like that the lack of engagement so it's yeah. easy to gain some engagement too and like a lot of these niggas are more for like engagement than anything. At the end of the day, no matter what they put out there, mm-hmm. you feel me? And I, I just noticed that, like people, it's 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 a weird thing. Like people hate people complaining, but they engage in that activity the most. Yeah, complaining and so violence and toxicity and shit like that. Yeah, but that's what people engage in. You feel me? The most now, you know, people do engage in you know other. Go shit. ahead and go ahead and put up what Reeland just said. This is something I've told you. No cap, friends and fam don't support like strangers. Yeah. So it is best to keep your drama offline. Yeah. Friends and family <clears throat> won't support you a lot of times. Like strange now, this doesn't go for a hundred percent of people, so I don't want anybody listening to this to think I'm talking about them directly. Hell no, because we we fam, you feel me? I'll support. Yeah, I already know, man. I already know. I already know. Family, you know what I'm saying? I get what you. Uh, but uh, uh, but a lot of times, you know, whenever you do work, you complete work, you're doing something outside of the norm of what people are normally doing the people closest to you won't support until they see a marketed success. Yeah. So until they see you gaining notoriety from whatever that is, then they'll be like, oh yeah, shit. Oh, that's what's up, dog. 
It's like, all right. <laughs> Hit him with this face. Stupid. All righty then. <laughs> but yeah. you just move. You just move on from that. So, I mean, you know. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. A one sustained one for sure, bro. Like, and you know, you know the people that are down, you know, in in that ride for you. But for the most part. Be ready for that, man, and and just power through it. That's the only way, man. That's the only way, and it, and unfortunately, that's just that's more so in our community than in other communities. White people will share each other's shit because they don't care. They want to see each other succeed. They genuinely care. Black people just want to know you but when the, you succeed. The thing about that, what I've noticed is like it's more of a um, the key to success is collaboration. Yep. And it, you know, sharing and stuff like that, you know, for the most part, white people get that. And if they don't fuck with you, they exclude you. Mm-hmm. And like in our culture and shit like that, we 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 include you, but we don't collab. There's no uh, the collaboration is not as much. Yeah, we're we 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 showing that you know we're breaking through that. You feel me? We collab with a lot of people. Yeah. And stuff like that. And that's the key to that's always been the key to success. You feel me? Collaboration and collabing with people. And it's like, you know, and, and like our culture and shit like that. It's it's kind of looked down on because every nigga's like, I get it on my own. I get yeah. it. I do it on my Yeah, that's the cool thing, right? No nigga. No yeah. nigga. Yeah. Oh, you can't trust any of these niggas. And it's like <laughs> but but that's that's what that's what it is though, right? So, I'm I'm just like, bro. Man, collaboration is the key, and strangers will support you more than your friends. But at the end of the day, strangers usually support things that's consistent and is good. Like, yeah. and your friends, your friends eventually come. Well, then you have to distinguish who's your friend and who's the opportunist. We that we gonna go into that another time. Though, yeah, right? yeah. You feel me? Yeah. You, you feel me? But uh, hey, ponder, man. You got you got to ponder for us, bro. Yeah, man, I do. Okay, what's up with the pondery? So it's just something I noticed, man. And I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna pose a question to you. Okay. Have you ever seen a bald person with dandruff? A bald person. I've never dandruff. seen a person that's completely bald with fucking dandruff. Oh, I get it. Because doesn't dandruff come from your hair? And if you bald, there's no way you could get dandruff. No, it doesn't come from your hair. It comes from your head, your scalp. Your scalp doesn't fucking fall off when your hair falls out. <laughs> yes, their eyebrows be dusty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen niggas with dusty eyebrows before and dusty ear holes. Yeah, those holes, right? Like I, I've seen that, but they head be shiny as fuck, and it's like, how do you manage to have that? Even if there's no follicles open on your head, like there has to be some reason why I've never fucking seen a person that's completely bald. I mean, maybe they just lotion they shit up like they. Maybe it's an easier process for them to just put the lotion. Yeah, just fucking put Vaseline all over their whole fucking top part of their body. I feel like niggas with bald heads be sweating a lot, though. 
Like their yeah. hands just be sweating. Solo, so yeah. Be moisturizing their shit so yeah. you no know, dandruff can happen. You know what I mean? That I think it's that. I don't know. It brings up a great question because then it this is defying science right now. Oh my god. <laughs> we in like the twilight zone. Whoa. And are eyebrows considered facial hair? It's on your face. And it's hair. And it's hair. And I see some people trim up their eyebrows. Yeah. I see a lot of people. I see women do that every day. Yeah. Is it facial hair? Some some women decide to go bald. So you I'm I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you next time you go out and you're in in a in a vibe experience and you see a nice young Thundercat, you want to go have a conversation with him, you can go over to her and say, Hey, I like your facial hair. See what kind of reaction you get. <laughs> <laughs> she gonna oh, pie, pie. She gonna what the fuck did you just I gotta explain the shit. Reeland says, for those of us that can't grow beards, yes, face your hair. <laughs> <laughs> hey, really, remember when I couldn't grow a beard, bro? I'm shining out here now, baby. You know I, I, I look like a young 70s imp. Magic, Mac and Mac. Yeah. Facial hair is, uh, you know what? I'm going to agree with you on that, bro. Eyebrows is facial hair. Yes, it is. Really, we agree with you, man. We support your decision to grow facial hair. Really, man, <laughs> that's crazy, bro. Hey, what? Women must not like their facial hair too much, then. Hmm. Cause they be shaving the eyebrow, penciling it in. Mm-hmm. That shit is. That whole concept to me is fucking just bananas. Yeah, you shave all your eyebrow just to draw me. I can't wait till I see a woman that have them like squiggly line, <laughs> like <laughs> like she one of them old bar like Simpson characters. They should get that uh, that girl uh, Marty Oliver to draw the screw <laughs> that same squiggly line and make fucking eyebrows when she draw the paper. Yeah, <laughs> that's a ninety million. That's a ninety thousand dollars squiggly line. Yeah. <laughs> now niggas doing it with Beijing. You feel know I me? Mean? They can't grow a beard and they using fake beards and shit. God. Look, they doing too much. But that would be just like me, like shaving my head ball and then drawing my drawing hair back on. That's true. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That'd be wild. They're like, "What? What are you doing?" And I really like take hours. Right here yeah, yeah. It's like, like oh, what the hell is going on? What like, <laughs> like you shaving your head ball and then putting a wig on that looks exactly the same. Like, if that's not the wildest shit you ever thought of that we don't talk about, and I'm going to stop talking about it right here because I don't want to get in too much trouble, but that shit is wild. The, the whole concept of that is just completely fucking bananas. Nick, hey, real talk, it's going to be a rapper out there that does that, and then niggas going to hop on the train. I'm calling it right now. I'm calling it right now. What are we in? Uh, March 30th. Yeah. 2022. The rapper is gonna do that shit. He's gonna shave off his head and draw in his hair and watch niggas start doing it. He's gonna draw in his hair like red or something. It's probably gonna be that uh Santana nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Ruben says, remember that your eyebrows looking like facial bell curves or long division brows. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god. Like, hey, you fucked up with your eyebrows. I, I think you forgot to carry the two. <laughs> forgot to carry the two. Bro, yeah, bro. The Cholas was out there with them long division brows. Hey, someone was looking kind of cute with that shit. I was like, okay. I see you. I carry the three over here. You know what I mean? You <laughs> three, one, feel me? Play a player. Oh, shit. Like, I'll draw me you. Like, you feel me? Draw like a little V. Like, you know, off the fucking anime sometime. When you just, just put your phone you. number in there. That's how you holler at them. You know what I'm saying? Just put your phone number right there. <laughs> phone number, bros. Put the bros. Oh. All right, bro. What you got for me as far as the uh, the uh, the lie? All right, so the lie of the week that I got, and it kind of was coincided with what we was talking about earlier. But do you think we were better off when we were segregated yes. as black people? <laughs> you you fool yet? I didn't even know. I, I didn't even. Uh, okay, expound on that. I, I would, and I, I just say yes before I, I completely understood the question that you had, but. <laughs> In our communities, absolutely, one hundred percent, we were there. There's no question about that. There was no outside forces that we had to worry about constantly trying to tear us down until they did, right? Um, but we could just exist in the society. We knew we would be judged by the content of our character. We had aspirations. We saw positive figures that look exactly like us. We weren't afraid of being harassed by the police. Every business owner was black, so you could look and say, "Okay, I can when I can become a business owner when I'm older." That matters. Representation matters, right? Yeah. Um, now, I mean, it still matters in our society today. I'm not going to say it doesn't. It still matters, but not to the extent, and only because um, there are still limiting factors in a way in our society right now. Yeah. And our color is still one of those things, unfortunately, that prevents us from being the best version of ourselves. Um, You know, you would have a lot of opportunity. You would have to you could go and just fucking apply for a job. And, you know, if you were turned down for that job, that wasn't based on the fact that you were black. Yeah, it was just based on the fact that. Yeah, that that qualifications. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, I think that we were better off at that point. Do I think that there, you know, should be homogeny amongst the human species? Yes, we should most definitely, um, you know, come together. And I don't have, you know, obviously, you know, the the way the question was posed and the way it sounds, it sounds like it's saying, oh, shit, I think we should go back to, you know, separatism. That's not what I believe. I believe that, you know, once few generations go by and all those people still that were, that were uh, lording over us, um, you know, for centuries, once the, the last of those Mohicans pass on, I think that we should, you know, be in a better place as a society. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if we were able to have Wi-Fi and segregation, <laughs> we really would have built Wakanda out West. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, well, I, I think about that all the time with the the diaspora, like over in Africa, like you know, where they're basically saying African Americans could just come there, come home, basically, and we don't have to like file for any paperwork. We could just go there, and we're just already citizens of Africa. 
Um, yeah. You know, I, I think about that all the time, how we could build that up. Now, there would definitely be somebody coming in from the outside trying to dip their foot in the toe. But I always imagine, like, what happens if all the black people just got up and left? And went went to Africa? Yeah. Like, if we all just, <laughs> like, all right, peace. That, uh, um, I think that will really actually destroy the American economy. I think, I think so, too. It will collapse it. Yeah. We have the biggest spending power amongst us. And we bring in uh, one of the biggest commodity that America uses, which is entertainment. Yeah, the entertainment industry. Yeah, so it would cl- it would collapse it. So if we took you know that and we just you know took it to Africa and we just all did that, and that was our major export was entertainment and diamonds, we could actually pop it. Yeah, there, there's a nigga over there that just just uh, invented a, a a car that runs off of radio waves. Fucking radio waves. Yeah. Oh uh, <laughs> shit! So whatever song you playing, your car goes. Man, you think of it's amigos. Skirt, 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 skirt. You be like, Nah, that be hey, that's tight as fuck. Now I I brought this question up because you know, um, I've been I've been thinking about how like. Uh, segregation as it was put to us and how we grew up on it was like, oh, such a bad thing and this and that, but I noticed and the more information I'm getting when we were segregated and left alone by white people, we flourished. And then they came in and destroyed what the fuck we had going on. Mm-hmm. And then one of the one of the great blacks that they always like to use his line, Martin Luther King, I have a dream speech. I'm clear that in one of those lines in that speech, he said that he was afraid that he like was bringing his people in, into a burning building, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like, sure did. I, I get that, you know, you know, we should live, we, we could be together in a society, but us integrating it kind of downfall a lot of things that we had as just like us black people with community business owning, having our own police policing, our own medical, just everything. And imagine if they had just left us alone. Exactly. If they had literally just left our communities alone, like we would be so far, we would have advanced our society so much further. We be the Jetsons. We literally that cartoon the Jetsons, Nick <laughs> Daddy, uh, We'll be flying cars over their cities and they'd be like, what the fuck? That flying car? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That is us. We'll we will be in another fucking galaxy. But I think <laughs> but the more information I'm garnishing about how like when we were when we were left alone, we were segregated, even because at first, when we segregated or whatever, we were so-called locked out the resources, right? Yeah. Start creating our own resources for our own infrastructure. Then white people start seeing that and it's like, oh, they're doing better than us. Mm-hmm. Hell no. They not only destroyed what we fucking had, but then they start putting in the plan like, well, we'll integrate them into our systems, but then we're still going to be the top of the systems. Yeah, it was all it was all a money grab to begin with. Yeah. That's why they decided not to do that. I mean, like if they would have just 
like really had segregation and and put us like say oh you guys can have these states we live in these states it would have come to a civil war because they would have wanted what we had at exactly. that point. You know, yeah. it, it would. You know, it, it. It just there's there's no two ways about it. There's there's no time in history where white people have seen what any person of color, whether it be black, brown, or whatever, has had something that they've wanted that they've left alone. It doesn't happen. True. So I, I think that we would have come to an odds type of situation at any point, but I think that we were, you know, I mean, better off at that point, right? Because Sure, you're gonna have you know tips with with people in the neighborhood and stuff like that's still gonna happen, but you don't have like the big like white man always looming over you, right? Even that, just the specter of it. Not like, like when we say white man, we're not talking about one actual person. No, we talk about just, monopoly nigga. Yeah, but it's just yeah, that. yeah, with it, yeah, yeah, yeah just controlling everybody like marionettes, right? Yeah, look like the crypt keeper and shit. Basically, <laughs> bitch. No, so. But- I feel that um, we would personally, who knows, this high side 2020, I don't the fuck know, but I feel that personally, if we were left alone, we would be so much better economically mm-hmm. than how we are now. Like it was, it's proof in the pudding. Yeah. We showed that. Not only that, I think we'll be better community wise because I think a lot of families would have stuck together. There are yeah, two hopes. Two whole uh two parent households. We so that whole myth is incorrect anyways about um you know the the disappearing black dad and stuff like that. That's just a, a myth. And the whole reason why this whole thing was even a thing is because they introduced drugs into the community. We had the strongest families before drugs were introduced strictly into our communities, strictly to break up families so that they can re-enslave our people. That was the whole thing, because they couldn't weaponize being black. They couldn't weaponize the drugs alone, but they could bring the two together and weaponize them. Yeah. It's already been proven that the CIA brought the fucking drugs over here. Yeah, we all seeing snowfall. The fuck? Snowfall I is. Teddy. It, I got yeah. here, Teddy. He I was just, about, I was just watching that shit before I came on here, and Teddy was yeah. getting all fucking nerd, say Franklin lazy. What? Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. See how the white man do? Yeah, come up, come back out of nowhere like, oh, you niggas getting lazy. Yeah. <laughs> this nigga funny. built up whole, like, 17 drug empires and a fucking successful uh, real estate business. Um, but he lazy. <laughs> but he lazy, yeah. And Teddy was where? Who knows? Killing his dad and then disappeared. Nobody knows where he was. But Franklin's the lazy one, yeah. Let's, yeah. let's get it. That's how it be. Nigga dipped out on Oso. <laughs> mm-hmm. Left him to die, but Franklin was anyways. You know, yeah, so anyway, okay. so um, yes, I think that the black community would have been better off if they just left us the fuck alone. And now we just gotta deal with the consequences of being a part of a society that's gonna continuously prioritize white supremacy over the lives of, of black and brown people. Okay. Yeah, man. I'm out here. See, we out here to uh investigate the tough. Uh, questions. Yeah, it was a good question, man. That was a great question. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, that's. That, I, I actually, I never heard nobody talk about this. I heard one. Shout out to Dewan B. He's a YouTuber, and he he does talk about this at times. But he's like the only person out of everybody I listen to 
where it talks about like you know segregation for like black people where we've been better off i think we need to talk more about that because it's going to get into a time where we're going to have to discuss this when it comes to reparations and shit though bro because we gotta we gotta we gotta figure this shit out bro yeah you know they gotta figure out how they're gonna pay us our money nigga what you mean we gotta figure it out run it up true true run it up run me my money nigga Run the bag up. <laughs> Woo! Boy, hey, we've been on it for a minute. Yes, hey, sir. We had, we had that important topic in like, you know, usually, like you like you said, we usually don't go over the most popular topic or popular opinion, but we had to talk about, you know, the Will Smith and Chris Rock because, nigga, that's part of the, our culture, bro. What the fuck? Yeah. How we Rina not? says, just think if California was part of Mexico would be a global exporter and top tier real estate. Yeah. Shit, they, they still already have that. Go to Mexico right now. You see top tier real estate. We just don't give a fuck about it because we live up here. Yeah. But I, I see the most beautiful estates beachside that you can live there. More and more black people are moving to Mexico, by the way. Yep. Um, so that's just going to be just like the norm pretty soon. It's just going to be, you know. Yeah, that shit just a facade how they try to make it seem like Mexico City or whatever. Like, yeah. shit parts everywhere anywhere you go. I feel more free when I go to Mexico than I do here. Mm, and that's saying something. I do. I There's a certain freedom. I just feel an air of freedom. I can't even explain that. I can't, you know, quantify it, you know, but you, it's just so, something you have to put. Whenever I leave this fucking country, I just feel, I feel better. Like, this country is just like a fucking stuffy room. Like, it's like a, fr- a breath of fresh air every time I leave this country. But anyways, that, that's something we'll talk about at a later time. Sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, this has been episode number 48 of the Magic Thing Tank Podcast. I am 48. your host, Frank, also known as Tank. Hey, I'm Magic, also known as Kamal. And as usual, we are brought to you by Comfort City Mechanical, Inc. HVAC wow. Engineering here, Specialist in San Diego, California. Triple Seven Clothing as well. <laughs> And last but not least, first place was the clothing. Get your high-quality urban garments today. Please support. If you get an opportunity, go and grab this book for your child or for yourself. If you're feeling like you don't have self-love, this book will help you start that. Black people, this was written for us, man. That's why I wrote it. For our black kids, man. Works for you, too. Read it. Love it. Smile it. I appreciate the support. Thank you guys very much. Now, Magic, where can they find us? Look, man, for my tubers out there, YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel booming. But I do need to tell y'all to sub and share, sub and share. Y'all need to go and sub, sub and share, sub and share. Woo! Should I sing it to him, Frank? Just sing it the rest of the way? You you should, you should. out there. We on Apple Podcasts. We on Google Podcasts. We on SoundCloud. All you gotta do is top in the magic thing, magic thing, tank podcast. Hey! And come on, Johnson. That's, that is beautiful. And with that beautiful singing, we are Woo! out this motherfucker. We out of here. Peace, Peace. out, y'all.